Hello everybody, Dr. Cam Ewan. I just read an article about uh, saying that the single best type of exercise for your brain, according to the scientists. Well, you know, scientists have difficulty separating the brain from the mind and um, we fall into it and, and can't tell the difference between the two and that's when we have a problem. Right? So, so I, I read what been written, they say there's a well of recent research. Now, I would say that research is pretty much, uh, you know, a waste of money. New studies <laughs> published in Spain, I mean, a spring, that suggests that any type of exercise that raises your heart rate and gets you moving and sweating for a sustaining period of time known as aerobic exercise have significant overwhelming benefit impact on the brain. Now, how long aerobic exercise been around I'm, you know when it first started I was still a young man now I'm pretty old and been around and you know you, you're gonna make new studies uh, about aerobic exercise you know it's like it's like it's an insult to the general public's intelligence right so and then we'll explain to you what aerobic exercise is key for your head um just as it is for your heart. Come on, rope exercise is not good for your heart, not good for your brain either, right? So, rope exercise, it is what it is, and, and it just increase the oxygen intake. Um, well, you could increase your oxygen intake without doing the rope exercise, right? So, there's also author recent articles at the Harvard Medical School at that, right? Mind and Mood. Now, Mind and mood. Well, the moodiness always comes from the mind. That's for sure, right? So, why some of the benefit like lifting uh, in 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 moods that can emerge as soon as a few minutes in a sweaty bite. Why? Uh, I mean, riding a bike and others like improving memory. You now, and well, it's kind of. Uh, not a good article that would benefit anybody, right? They also do pilot studies in people with severe depression found that in just, just 30 minutes of treadmill walking for 10 consecutive days was sufficient to produce significant relevance and statistical significant reduction in depression. Now, it's also say, go on to say, aerobic workout can also help people who are suffering from clinical depression uh, feel a lot less stressed by helping to reduce the level of the body's natural stress hormones like adrenaline, cortisone, um, come on, that's like really stretching it. And if if you're over 50, well, I'm way over 50, right? Uh, of course, another study published last week in British uh, Journal suggests the best result come from combining aerobic and resistant exercise. Uh, that's been around these 30 years, if not longer, right? So uh, this could include anything from high-intensity interval training. Uh, why, why do anyone have to, you know, you're 50 years old or older than that, what are you training for, right? So... So you could run a little bit longer or f perhaps a little bit faster, you know, in your marathon or half marathon races that you're not going to win anyway. So what's what's the point, right? Um, it's just for your own ego or something that you say you're finished or something. 
But if you adult between ages 60 to 88, I don't know why they figure 88, but you can't be 90 years old, right? Walking for 30 minutes, four times a week for 12 weeks appeared to strengthen conductivity in the region of the brain where weakened connections have been linked with memory loss. Come on. Research still unsure. They're never sure about anything, right? But this type of exercise appears to provide a boost to the brain, but studies suggest that it has to do with increased blood flow. Well, that's pretty smart, right? So, which provide our mind now. Now, talk about the brain. Now, you, you kind of go into the mind. Well, provide the mind with fresh energy and oxygen. In one recent study in uh, older women who displaced potential symptoms of dementia, found that aerobic exercise was linked to increase in the size of hippocampus. A brain area involved with learning and memory, right? So anyway, um, I just want to say that uh, we just have to, uh, you know, catch catch what's in there. I mean, uh, to be familiar with our own body, right? The, the cliche statement, say, know thyself. Come on, it's more than that, right? So people have to start off just tensing and untensing their body, and getting the rhythm similar to the heart tensing and untensing, th- that would start the process that um, that wasn't there before. And um, and when a person just continues to relax and and doing aerobic exercise, not going to go anywhere because getting oxygen in your brain is like you have to remove the carbon dioxide, the waste product from the brain first. Okay. Uh, the cellular waste and dead brain cells, you can actually could remove them if if you allow your physical intelligence to do that for you, right? So you're sure not going to be able to do anything, just increasing your exercise or walking or or doing things on the treadmill or doing aerobic exercise. That kind of doesn't go anywhere, okay? So... You have to get back to a very basic, it's like tensing and untensing, and you want to direct that tensing and untensing into your central nervous system. And that's just your brain, the central nervous system. So the, the rest of the central nervous system actually um, support the brain, and the brain needs the rest of the central nervous system to its, I mean, for it to function like a brain, right? Otherwise, it doesn't even recognize. It's, uh, it's a brain, right? So, of course, the mind is totally different than the, the brain. We can't even speak about the two things together, okay? So, your central nervous system is, is part of your body. That's your central intelligence. And your mind is like, it could come if, I mean, it could be coming from elsewhere. It could be coming from other people, coming from your mind, coming from your ancestors' minds, and it doesn't go anywhere except give you more confusion. So, um, to pump more oxygen in that region of your brain, not going to improve anything, okay? So, again, you want to integrate the brain with the rest of the central nervous system. When that is not integrated, it doesn't matter if you pump oxygen into your brain cells, okay? So... And, and on top of that, they spend millions of dollars making these studies that 
talking about something that's been around aerobics and resistant exercise. You know, that's been around for like, uh, what I said when I was still a young man, right? So, anyway, uh, that's not, uh, not something that you want to follow and, and think that would be a benefit for you. Of course, just tensing and untensing uh, is actually more basic than than the scientific study that they made on aerobics and resistant exercise, right? So, by tensing and untensing, you are actually energizing your body, and then you want to narrow it down into the central nervous system and midline of your body to activate that. Otherwise, the central nervous system is dormant, is sleeping, is relaxing excessively, then nothing really works, okay? So, when things are not working, then when the energy is low, of course, we will have um, uh, the feeling of um, depression or or having a memory loss and all that because it's not energized. It's like you still have to sleep, right? So the central nervous system is excessively relaxing and pretty much, uh, you know, sleeping, like sleeping on the job, right? No. So depression is really the lowering of the energy in the central nervous system. Uh, so the, a lot of experts think depression is totally mental or um, emotional or even spiritual. Um, it's really a physical central nervous system. Energy is not uh, sustained. And sustain that energy in the central nervous system it's just giving back the same rhythm as the heart or tensing and untensing. Of course, that would be difficult for people to uh, sync them, uh, synchronize their body to the tensing and untensing uh, of the heart. Um, so they could do it with the inhalation, you tense, exhalation, you uh, untense, so to speak. And, um, and you want to um, carry that out until it becomes automatic. And you would monitor it when you become automatic, then you don't have to you know pay that much attention to it, but you still should pay attention to it once in a while to ensure that um, that tensing and untensing rhythm stays in the body well, that's how animals uh, maintain their fitness right so and, and they have a problem because our human mind messed them up so if our human mind would just stay away from the physical intelligence of our pets and animals, they would not have the ailments like human ailments, right? In fact, they would have no ailments at all, right? So, I know, I, I kind of um, done a, uh, a talk about uh, pets and animals, how they benefit us more than we benefit them, right? So, again, um, the brain has to be separated or the brain have to include the central nervous system and have to be separated from the mind. And when that happens, or when there's a distinction is made, you really know thyself to a certain extent, right? I mean, more so than to just making a statement, know thyself, like, well, what, know how you think, right? which is kind of pathetic, right? So it's like you want to realize that your central nervous system is your computer, is the intelligence of your body. Right? It's central intelligence. So where's the central intelligence in your body? Definitely not from your mind. 
Uh, tell me, you know, many decades to actually came to this realization after I have um, consulted or treated hundreds of thousands of patients and clients all the world and it doesn't matter what culture they come from the same rule applies to them and I don't need to verbalize anything to them so so some, some of these smart ass say oh yeah you talk to them and they accept what you say to them then I would just you know the next few times or or in their presence I would show them that um, I don't have to say anything and many times I do demonstrate that because I don't want any you know accusation or or someone scrutinizing and, and got it wrong to say that oh, that's just uh, talking true therapy first of all it's not therapy at all and secondly if I talk to them they probably get worse as I speak to them right so anyway now this is just a start about improving your brain that you're not going to be concerned about um, dementia and senility and Alzheimer's right that comes from the come from people's mind. If they have no mind, they will have no uh, dementia, senility, and Alzheimer's, okay? So, use more of your central nervous system and least amount of your uh, mind, okay? So, people are into their mind so much and lately, you know, mindfulness is the inward. It's kind of just... Uh, it is sad and pathetic right, that we think that mind uh, is going to do something, analyze the situation, and resolve the problem. In fact, the mind actually generates more problems, right? So the mind not going to go anywhere as far as improving you, but your central nervous system that's in your body would communicate with every part of your body and improve your body if you are just get the mind out of the way your central intelligence would know what to do in a in a few seconds I mean in less than a second it, it did it right? so you don't have to even ask if it knows what to do you already knew what to do and done it okay in a matter of factor of a second so why we have to indulge in making studies and research either there be results or no result okay so I personally claim the science of immediate results, right? If there's no immediate result, then it's an insult to science, okay? So, thank you so much for listening. Everybody, if you are listening to my podcast, um, they are now all on iTunes. So leave me a, a review uh, so I could do better and better in meeting your wellness needs.